You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Rated PG-13. Oh man! Welcome back to another episode. Our fourth episode with Doctor Tom, Tommy B, and myself. The gold-blooded king, Daniel Hardy. Welcome back, uh, Tom. How are you feeling for episode number four? Uh, I'm I'm feeling uh, quite good. Feeling like uh, f- five straight finals appearance is good. But man, they le- four episodes. I'm surprised they didn't cancel us after the first one. They should have. They should have because the slander is about to increase tenfold. <laughs> People hate the truth. People hate the truth. You know, I guess um, when you make the finals as much as we do, people think that it should get old, you know, as a fan. You know, when you make it five straight times, I guess it's boring. Let me tell you something right now, because I can guarantee for a fact, unless you're um, someone's grandparent, you probably didn't watch the Boston Celtics of old. Let me tell you, as someone who's experiencing watching my team go to five straight, it feels amazing. How do you feel, Tom? I it 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 does feel amazing you know there was some talk speaking of the you know Boston Celtics as somebody who uh claims to be a Boston Celtics fan that oh Warriors fans they don't feel any joy they can't feel any joy with this team let me tell you something i felt a whole lot of joy watching the Warriors <laughs> sweep the Portland Trail Blazers and to go to our fifth straight NBA finals five straight now Five straight as a franchise, some some certain someone who for some reason has a TV show on Fox uh, Sports One would say, well, LeBron's went to blah, blah, blah as many finals. But that's not a franchise. That is one person. Five straight finals. If you're doing something. Wait, wait, hold on a second. LeBron James isn't a franchise. Do the Cleveland Cavaliers know that? (laughs) Uh, Does Space Jam 2 know that? (laughs) When you're doing something that the. Bill Russell, Red Arbach, Boston Celtics, they were the last teams to do that. You got it. You have to feel great. You have to be feeling something, you know, joy, enthusiasm, yeah. ecstasy, whatever the word is. This, it's, you got to be feeling pretty good. Well, I don't want to, um, you know, take away from LeBron making those eight finals because not only number one is an amazing individual accomplishment, but if not for him, Steph would have three less rings. So shout out to LeBron James. Thank you so much for always being there for us. It's kind of weird. We miss you, man. <laughs> you know, there's a great video out about how the Warriors, uh, speaking of three championships versus that lucky one that LeBron got, there's a great video on Golden State of Mind about how that narrative has been uh, reversed. I would encourage all of our uh, wonderful listeners to go over to goldenstateofmind.com and check out that uh, fine piece of uh, video work. It's a good video. It's a good. I haven't seen it yet, but her hurts pretty good. Um, <laughs> now, uh, I do feel a little bit of sadness during this joyous time, um, just because the Portland Trailblazers were the only team that we played. Um, I'd say in the last maybe five, maybe in the whole run, the the only team that we played the whole time. Where I was like, you know what? <sighs> if we had to lose to somebody. They do have someone from Oakland on their team, Damian Lillard. And for us to just take Dame and separate his ribs, you know, <laughs> take his Dame time watch from him and sell it on 98th and MacArthur and Deep East Oakland, you know what I'm saying? And Snatched it. To, 
for us to just take his watch like that and just sell it for the highest bidder. Um, it hurts me because o- Oakland loves Dame. Oakland needs Dame. Dame is an Oakland ambassador, but it's like the Warriors told Dame, and this is a, a quote from my mom. Um, the Warriors told Dame, yes, you're from here, but we're the landlords. Pay that rent, boy. <laughs> Pay that rent. I make it a rule to uh, never disagree with people's mothers. So uh, I'm I'm just going to echo that sentiment uh, entirely. I mean, you know, we, you look, you, we all appreciate Dame, whether as, as a, you know, you said it like as an ambassador of the city of Oakland, but, you know, qu- quite literally as somebody who cares about the city and is invested in it and wants to see it, you know, be vibrant and, you know, things going well so he he, he's somebody we those of us who are lucky enough to be from there we shall be proud of but that you know that like he we're the landlords and like and you know hey was on those jerseys in game two look we're still playing in the town and we're and so you know what so i'm i'm sorry wish it wish it didn't have to be this way but it's you know it's not personal strictly business you know Yes, and there will be no more professional basketball business being held in the city of Portland until further notice. Compliments of your favorite dynasty, the Golden State Warriors. Now, um, I got to say, I was kind of surprised because they had booted Russell Westbrook and Paul George out of the playoffs. Paul George, MVP candidate, who would have thought? Kicked him out of the playoffs. Then you go up against the mighty Jokic and the, the Denver <laughs> Nuggets, you know, and then you go into their building, which was, you know, notorious even research for having such excellent home court advantage and you crush them in a game seven, I guess the number two seed in the West ain't nothing. I mean, unless the Warriors have it, but <laughs> when you do all that and then you make it the biggest stage of all, not only that, the Warriors are limping. Like we don't have our, our, our starting small forward who is universally recognized as the best player in the world right now. And we don't have our starting center DeMarcus cousins who LeBron James once said is the best big man in the game. So you take those two guys off and you still take the brooms out and sweep um i gotta say portland what happened maybe they just you know you you know used up all that energy playing that emote you know having to play against westbrook and george and then a seventh a seven game series against denver maybe just all that magic just got used up maybe if they you know played an opponent that they could handle like we handled the rockets uh they would have been able to you know maybe extend this series of the western conference finals a little bit maybe get it to five maybe get it to six right but i think you know you you have to look at that that maybe they used up that energy but also you know i hate to say it, it this doesn't reflect you know what well on the whether it's the thunder actually i love saying it doesn't reflect well on the thunder because russell westbrook it, it just it just showed you that it, it, russell westbrook cost kevin durant more rings than anybody else did <laughs> and then you know you, you look at that that uh nuggets team and it's a it's a it's an interesting team and it was a team that was impressive but there's just something whether it's that that backcourt isn't can't quite do enough or that uh, Jokic as a player, whether it's, you know, can he come up in the clutch or are his defensive liabilities, can they overcome it? Does it say that, okay, these are just teams that aren't, you know, aren't, aren't what we think of when we think of, okay, this is a number two seed in the Western conference. And this is a team that we think is going to get people were picking the, uh, 
Thunder to get to the conference finals against the Warriors. That was, and you go and look at the, the reputable publications, a lot of people were picking the Thunder to get there. And I mean, well, what do you want me to do, man? Do you want me to just say, hey, Warriors going to win to y'all. Don't even watch. They can't do that. Their jobs are on the line. They're paid to make it interesting as we are. We just have the benefit of the truth behind us, that golden light, you know? So that's the only difference. Make it interesting or tell the truth. You know what? I'm in favor of telling the truth when it's like, look, who cares? Like, just enjoy enjoy the ride. Did you see, uh, you know, whether it – you saw it in, the, in this entire Western Conference playoffs, the different ways that the Warriors can be great. That's the thing. You're never going to see the same thing. You know, you saw in that first-round series against the Clippers and in parts of the series against the Rockets, you saw Kevin Durant play like he he is – like he's the best player in the planet. Yes. And yes. then you see it in the last, you know, the sort of the last uh, game and a half against the Rockets. It was the sort of the scrappy Warriors team. But you also saw in, in those games and then in this Trailblazer series, the sublime Stephen Curry, the Stephen Curry that, you know, changed the league and changed the Warriors. And so why not just say, look, you know, instead of saying, oh, it's going to be this team or it's going to be that team that they're going to be playing, just say, you know what? Enjoy these different, the different varieties of the Warriors you're going to see because you're going to see all these different kinds. Let me tell you something. They're all beautiful and they're all amazing and they're all something that you very rarely get to see on a basketball court. Now, Tom, that was some wonderful pros. But what I'm saying to you is you have privilege. You have dynastic privilege. And here you are sharing your humble message of goodwill, appreciation and gratitude to the, the masses of damned heathens whose teams have no chance. <laughs> the only chance they have is to bow down and appreciate what's happening or, you know, get on Twitter and be like, Kevin Durant's leaving. Those are their only two options. So you have to understand where they're coming from, man. And I have some empathy. I mean, when Myers Leonard got a standing ovation in a, in a, a chant in the middle of an elimination game, having the game of his life, and I realized, like, wow, they're actually – chanting for Myers Leonard because they just want anybody to step up and stop the Warriors. And they know it's not going to be Dame Lillard or CJ McCullough. So, I mean, they're looking for Myers Leonard to rescue them, dude. They're in desperate straits. You know, I'm, I'm someone, I like to fancy myself a, um, historian of the game of pro basketball, somebody who's watched a lot and thought a lot about it. And I really struggle to think of it when, you know, did, I, I don't know what the equivalent would be, but f- for those Chicago Bulls teams, did they, were they ever chanting for whomever the Bulls were playing against their equivalent of My- Myers Leonard because uh, he was he was bought you know the 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 well, Shaq and Kobe Lakers any of those Spurs to you know pick your team like the, what this is the, this is the question and this is the sort of the the itch that I don't know if we'll ever get to scratch, but it's what does this Warriors team, why does it do this? Like, why does it say, okay, we're just going to applaud the fact that this role player is knocking down these open threes that they're giving to him (laughs) and is keeping them, you know, it's not like they were blowing them out. It wasn't like game four uh, of the 2017 finals uh, against the the Cavs where they just had that shooting display. And it was like, okay, you had your one game at home. That's not like good on you, ball out, do what you got to do. But uh, why? 
why they didn't want to go down silently into the night. They wanted to show that we stood in the Moda Center with the younger Curry and we fought. We we stood and we fought. And you know what? Power to them. My only thing is, like, when you, after the fact, say, oh, if we had Nurkic and Dane was healthy, that's when I start getting concerned. I start getting concerned that you are infected with the same delusional paranoia and haterism that is dominating the rest of the league that you can't even just say, hey, thank you, Warriors, for allowing us to see what greatness looks like up close. <laughs> it's You're right. That that, that hate, haterism, that hateropia has infected uh, so much of how just how people think about basketball now. And also, like, you know, you can say, well, if the, you know, the trailblazers say, well, if we had Nurkic or whatever. But I, I, I just want to emphasize that Alfonso McKinney in that closeout game, he played nearly 27 minutes. What? Jacob Evans, who people, you know, people were saying, hey, maybe they should just cut this guy. He played <laughs> nearly four minutes, which is in a closeout game is not that much. Quinn Cook, nearly 14 minutes. Quinn Cook, who, you know, was just, oh, this guy, he can't cut it. We need to get rid of this guy. It, it, any of the, well, if we had this or we had that, the, it, it, it stops. They play – and. I, and you know this this is the ultimate no disrespect to but no disrespect to Jacob Evans because he can he can be a great he'll could be a great player look I at Ka- for Jacob look at Kevon Looney it took him a couple years to sort of get on a roll so we shouldn't judge him and shouldn't be too quick with the okay we got to move on to, past this guy but if they're, I agree. I agree. You're, you're playing this guy in like actual real minutes in a closeout game and they can't capitalize enough on that to steal the game on their home court, there's not like period. That's it. There's nothing more you could say that would convince me that this outcome was not the the proper one. Well, I think that's that's the cold part because they literally or up double digits in the last three games, like up 15, up 17, up 18, and two of those games were at home. And um, when you get up that much, you feel like there is a hope to your strategy. You feel like there is a uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. And then when you kind of realize that you're facing the greatest of all time, like Muhammad Ali, and you realize, oh, I wasn't really hurting him. He was just waiting for me to punch myself out and now he's going to start talking to me and punching me in the face and getting the crowd into it. And, oh, Draymond's taking a rebound, going for a fast break and dunking on you. Oh, snap. Wait, now you're trapping him, but you forgot Steph Curry was on the wing, but you're so tired because you're running back and forth and you're in this madness. And then the cold part is when the Warriors say, okay, okay, slow it down, slow it down, slow it down. Let's just run this high pick and roll with Steph and Dre. And it's like, wait a minute. So if we trap Steph, he just dumps it down to Dre, who creates an instant 4 on 3 fast break and out, out the half court. Wow. Um, and then if we help off Clay, that's a dagger. And if we help off McKinney, oh yeah, yeah, that won't be a problem. And then he hits a shot. It's like, wait a minute. Oh, they're 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 hitting with everybody. So when when that's happening, the only thing you can do is hope Draymond shoots a three. Funny enough, Draymond ended their season with that very same three. He ended their season. He cut the lights off in the building with that, that three pointer. So damned if you do, damned if you don't. At that point, just shake their hand and say, hey, can you sign me for the Veterans Minimum <laughs> next year? <laughs> you, you, I mean, th- that's the thing. And it's it's what makes, you know, this this could another a thing that could 
be discussed until the end of time. But what makes this team so great and so special? It's it's that because it's not just oh you know if Steph goes crazy and he goes crazy a lot, the Warriors win. Like they have all of these different moves in all of these different ways, and you you see that. Like you were talking about with that Steph Dre high pick and roll. You know then it'll be you know Draymond creates that like mini fast break and then he. Cuts it to Looney, who's crashing to the basket, and he throws yeah. it down. Like that, you know, it's not just oh, if you just guard the three point line, and you know, or you hope they miss it. It's they have all of these different things. This is a team, and uh, you know, I mean, that maybe that sounds like yeah, no kidding, but like this, it's in the truest sense of the word. Is they're a, a team. living organism. They, they are one. Exactly, they, they are completely one. Exactly. And like, and so, yeah, you just have to say at some point, well, we couldn't, you know, cut off the, cut off your, the, the two, your two limbs or your two most powerful limbs. You just got to <laughs> say, you know what? Yeah. Sorry. Like you're just, you know, that's so you're that good. And it doesn't matter who you have. I don't care who you could have. All right. Maybe I shouldn't be talking reckless, but I will. Anyways, you could have added Chris Paul and James Harden to that, Blazers team. <laughs> and you know what? Since he didn't get to play in the Western Conference semis, we'll throw in Clint Capella too. Wow. Uh, wow. And you know what? That team, the way the Warriors played, the resilience they showed, the focus they showed, like, I don't – you're not stopping them. Like, that That was a team that said, we're, we're on a mission, and we're, we're going to win this series, and we're getting to this fifth straight finals, and I don't ca- – you know, like I said, I don't care who you put over there, and I don't care who was playing and who wasn't playing. They, it, it, to say they deserve it and they deserve them, like that's that's an that is an understatement of the highest order. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time: the roast of Tom Brady, a Netflix live event happening May fifth. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. That's going to lead us to our next point, which is the uh, the looming NBA Finals matchup. Um, I do... Have some concerns, obviously, about uh, Giannis, of course, he's yeah. a monster. Um, but at the same time, they're not like concerns that can't be figured out and solved. I'm sure the Warriors probably have a pretty good idea how to do that already. Um, I, I don't think the strategy of having everyone shoot three pointers is going to work. I think the, the Rockets do it the best, and mm-hmm. um, as you can see, the Raptors and uh, Bucks trying to do the same thing. Um, but when you got Brooke Lopez, who I know has changed his game and his Splash Mountain is, you know, revolutionizing that and all stuff like that. But when you come to Oracle Arena and your 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 team has to have a three, and we trap on purpose and we dare you to shoot the shot, can Brooke Lopez hit that shot? Like that's the shot that makes you either Reggie Miller or not, or makes you a Steph Clay or not. And if you can't hit those shots, but you're out there shooting them. That's a big problem. And I don't think these guys have been in these pressure situations. I mean, look at the Houston Rockets uh, of last year. They were killing all the three-point records, right? And then in game seven, go over for 27. Because it's a difficult shot to hit. 
I mean, it's, it's not like it's easy. We make it look easy, but it's not that easy. So in a pressure situation with no legs and you're playing defense, I was like, okay, now Jack from 30 feet with the game on the line is like, wow, are you a specialist? Like, no, nah, man, I'm PJ Tucker. It's like, okay, uh, this isn't going to work. So if you're looking at um, the Bucks, um, I know Middleton will probably hit it, but I don't know if I trust those guys. Um, I mean, Miritich, Ilyasova, those guys, I believe, can hit it. You know, they're real shooters for real, for real. But then again, now you have to play defense. Yeah. So all the people who can really shoot against us always get ran off the floor and abused because they can't play defense, defense. the right way. Yeah, so exactly. when you have Miritich out there, it's like, you don't think we're going to find him at some point and give him the business? You, you don't think we're going to find Brooke Lopez? It's like, at a certain point, we're going to make you afraid to play your best offensive lineup. And your best offensive lineup, I don't believe in. That that was the, you know, the, and rightfully so, the 0 for 27 the Rockets posted in that game seven uh, last, last season, you know, gets all the headlines. But my sort of sneaky favorite part of that game seven was when the, and I feel bad because the guy went to Cal, but when the Rockets brought in Ryan Anderson, who is a <laughs> three point, great three point shooter, but you just saw Steph say, oh, Whoa, like and for like three straight possessions they put him in the pick and roll and they were just like we're gonna get you switched on the Steph and Steph's gonna cook you and that's exactly what happened and you know they they did that um I think uh, at the end of last season it was uh the when they went to Oklahoma City and they play and this was when in that glorious time when the uh Thunder had Carmelo Anthony playing alongside uh Paul George and uh Russell Westbrook Westbrook they just went at Carmelo in the pick and roll and they didn't even have Steph it was just KD they were like oh yeah you're the defensive liability everything is going at you now right, that right. they they again this is a team and so they can say okay this is what we're going to do as a team the team is oh there's the opening there's the soft part there's the you know uh, the exhaust port on the death star we are <laughs> we're just gonna fire the photon torpedoes at it and that's how a guy like Looney or McKinney or Evans even Livingston at this current age, that's how those guys get off because you have to give so much attention to protecting your defensive liabilities that somebody's coming for a backdoor cut, somebody's taking yeah. in for an offensive rebound, someone's getting an alley oop. That's we have Iguodala. So we have these, you know, um, these planets with the super immense gravity where you got to be with Steph, you got to be with Clay, and Draymond can create his own gravity the way he gets downhill. So now it reworks your whole defense because. How can you trap everyone? So if you're going to help out Miritich and help out Lopez, well, who's helping the helper at this point? So now yeah. the ball's moving around, the ball's moving. And I think that's what some people say that, that they felt that they had missed when Kevin Durant was balling out of control. And they were saying, oh, the ball's not hopping the way it used to. And um, what I want to caution them to say is, yes, it can be different. Although we've seen Kevin Durant play uh, – point forward many a time and keep the ball hopping himself. So it's not like he's incapable of it. He's actually pretty excellent at it. But in terms of, hey, Kevin Durant, you have a mismatch, go to work. What happens is the same thing, the same idea is happening. It's oftentimes happening slower. But yeah. when, when, when KD has the ball, the defense is so afraid that they do make those stupid mistakes where they take a step too far. There's Clay, there's Steph coming to the basket. And I, I think when you have a team like the Bucks. A guy like Giannis, who is so athletic mm -hmm. and is so aggressive at help defense, it helps to have Kevin Durant take him one-on-one -on -one and be like, Giannis, you're going to need help. 
Like, yeah. <laughs> you're going to need to send Miritich over to help you out, Giannis, because I'm coming downhill at you. And I think that's why Kevin Durant is the super weapon, because he draws double teams just by being on the court dribbling in place, much like Steph. So yeah. if you put him in the right positions and everyone spaces out, it works. So I, while I do think it, the the Bucks are a great matchup for us, and also the Raptors as well, um, because they have those those two small forwards who can really get at KD. But number one, we're going to put your guy in foul trouble because Kevin Durant's coming downhill at him. Yeah. And if you say slot off to the guard like um, as LeBron did, if you slot off to guard Draymond um, or helping somebody else, KD's going to force you to double team anyway. Which means when he kicks it to Draymond, he's either going to attack the basket or make a play. Like. You, you're forcing Draymond Green, one of the best playmakers of his generation, to go make plays. Like you know, you know what I mean? Yeah, and and it's interesting looking at the Eastern Conference Finals and saying, okay, well, the you know the Warriors, who do they maybe not who they want to play? But looking at these matchups, and it's interesting because the and I think this is kind of what you're getting into. I mean, they both, like, no kidding, both of these teams that got to the Eastern Conference Finals and have battle to a 2-2 tie as of this recording um uh you know they're very good but what's interesting is that they're good in these very different ways because and i'm probably underselling chris middleton a little short but when you look at the bucks it's like Giannis. they're like this guy is this just 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 this immense player this you know you're watching this player make that leap and become one of the greats in the right. in the league and everyone else again they're players of you know of you know you kind of they different levels and i'm i so i don't want to make it seem like it's Giannis and the Giannisettes to use the, 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 the or Jordan and the Jordanaires. That was the thing right. they used to say. So it's not quite that, but it's very much like this is Giannis and then there's these other players who do these things. Whereas the Raptors, you look at them, even though they have Kawhi who, you know, though this, he has this, you know, leg uh, injury. We don't know how serious it is. You don't know, you know, whatever, but even though they have this great player in Kawhi, um, it's it's to me they're more about it's like okay this team is the challenge it's not that i think one player where i'm like with Giannis, where i'm like oh like that guy is a, a, i don't know how you stop him i don't know if anybody can stop him but everything else okay there are matchups to exploit with the raptors it's like okay this team is okay this is a tough team but i don't know if i have that individual like oh even 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 Kawhi, like oh God, I fear him in this sort of this way, and then I think, well, if they don't, if it's just like, well, they're just sort of have all these pieces that are, you know, kind of add up to something, we can handle that with the talent that the Warriors have. Uh, so I don't, you know, I mean, this kind of gets into the, you know, well, no matter what, no matter what, either of these teams, you know, which one it ends up being, the the kind of different things the i trust in the warriors to figure it out essentially because i think that and again because it's a team boy stop you said figure it out like it's a, it's a science formula you mean leave kyle lowry open that's what you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no no guys you don't have to leave the paint with him like it's fine like no no yeah that three point you didn't know what he's doing he didn't bring his passport to go there <laughs> dude you, you saw i i don't know it was the toronto game it was the toronto game when we didn't have Steph. remember that game yeah yeah and kevin durant was going bonkers yeah and when we made our run 
I think we went to overtime. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. We went to overtime. We just started abandoning Cal Lowry, which has two twofold there because, you know, we did the same thing to, to, to Myers Leonard to started burning us. It is twofold. Number one, percentage-wise, we don't want your superstar taking over the game and just, you know, eating at will. So we, we you know, give him some roadblocks, trap him. You can check out uh, Eric Apricot's videos to get some more information on that. But we, we, we load up the sides on him. Um, so you have to kick it to somebody else to make a play. When you kick it to Kyle Lowry, the Warriors just refuse to recover when the game's on the line because they're like, no, 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 shoot it. Once yeah. you shoot it, if you, if you shoot like us. And Kyle Lowry, who can shoot the ball, look at the man's stats. He can shoot the ball. He has a history of having some issues with pressure. I'm not, now, I'm not saying he's trash, <laughs> but I'm saying we have enough footage to show in the playoffs when the, the going gets tough, Kyle Lowry's jump shot, don't be going. So I'm saying if you leave him open and he misses it, now his own psychological demons are coming out. Oh, my God, I don't want to mess this up. You know what? I think I'm a pass first point guard. That's what it is. You know what? I'm just going to pass, 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 and now you've taken his heart out. Now he won't shoot the basketball. And that's what the Warriors are so good at, psychological warfare, because guess what Steph Curry's going to do? He might pull from half court on you. He has no fear of shooting the basketball. So you have a guy that competing against you, it makes you start to question your own jump shot. And, and you know, if you look back in uh... – at the, the the great teams, what they do to their opponent is they keep them from doing the thing they want to do. Right. And and I and or and whether it's kind of in a outright way or in kind of a subtle cycle in a subtle more subtle way and i think that that's what you're that's kind of what you're talking about uh with what what they did in that in that game of i can't remember i guess it was november or december i can't remember exactly when i think it was november but when they played uh, they went up to toronto it was like okay if we give you that you know we're just gonna give it to you not only one is it saying okay we're gonna clamp down on all these other players but also it's saying giving this it's it's kind of it's what they what a lot of teams do with westbrook god i love dunking on westbrook that's so fun <laughs> wow uh, <laughs> but it's you know saying okay yeah you shoot it you shoot it we're gonna cover everyone else we're gonna right. lock that down and, and you know what they're they'll make some and you know what maybe you know it might not this might not work all of the time, but by and large, with certain players, when you're when you invite them to say, "Okay, you shoot as much as you want," whether it's it's all those shots is going to disrupt the offense. It's going to, you know, what what it does to him psychologically, and you know, in terms and how that affects the whole the opponent's game plan. And so I think you know, like yeah, it's kind of no matter what they're gonna. They've got the move. They've got every, you know, all, or excuse me, all the counter moves too. You know, right. we we can talk about okay, you know, the Steph Dre pick and roll, or okay, you know, or Steph KD, or okay, KD with a smaller guy on him, which is everyone. You know, they have all these different <laughs> moves. They have all these moves, but they also have the counter moves too. Yes. Again, and that's what it. That's what makes you know. I I feel like I've said this a few different times, but like what makes this the Warriors team this team great. It's that. It's not just that they can they have the moves. It's that they have the counter moves too. Absolutely. And I'm sensing some you know, 1992 Jordan and Drexler potential here, considering 
um, how Giannis and Kawhi have been propped up as, you know, the successors to the dethroned King LeBron James. And I think Kevin Durant is like, huh? Yeah. Um, I'm sure he's got both their names on his wall. (laughs) We've seen what Kevin Durant has done to those guys. They cannot guard KD. Now, of course they can make it tough. Of course, for sure. But they cannot guard him. And I was surprised by that too. But then you go back to, was it the 2016 NBA Western Conference the, playoffs? The sem- yeah, the semifinals. The, when the, the Thunder and the Spurs played. And yeah. they, they, they couldn't stop KD. And they had a Kawhi Leonard, a young, fresh Kawhi under Pop's tutelage. And KD was still doing whatever he wanted to Kawhi Leonard. And again, psychological weapon, if that's the head of the snake, and Katie's doing him like that, it's going to put some pressure on that team. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I, I think it's going to be an opportunity for Katie to take, if he's healthy, of course, health permitting, to take that throne of I'm the best player alive. And not only that, I'm the best small forward alive for sure. Hey man, you you know I think there whatever there's a feature now you can bookmark tweets or save tweets, and I know we all want to do our oh KD's on Twitter blah blah. Yeah, well, I, you know what? I hope he is. I hope he's saving all these tweets where people are trying to say that you know oh Kawhi is actually better than KD or oh be honest like 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 these people didn't see KD go into Cleveland last season in Game Three and decimate a franchise or they didn't see him you know do the last year in the 2017 the whole 2017 playoffs coming off injury like he's this is he's he's watching and he's waiting and just as soon as that calf and i hope and you know i'm hoping and i'm choosing to be optimistic that he's going to be out there but i think he's good it's watching the you know the this the end of that rocket series and then the conference finals i don't think it's you know your your chris broussards and your whomevers uh are you know i say oh this is probably killing kd and all this sort of nonsense i think what it's he he when he gets back and he's on the court he that guy is gonna he's trying to think of the kind of the right way to put it but that the he's going to be so excited and he's going to be so happy and so ready. And, and I think that that's the, you know, people, people want to make it about, Oh, maybe this is making him not want to be a part of this team or seeing this. I think, I think it's probably, it might be the opposite. I think it's going to be, he's seeing this and he's like, it's not that, Oh, they're doing, he's like, I want to be a part of this again. Absolutely. I mean, he, he, he came here to win. We're winning. Yeah, so he's happy. Like, yeah, when you when you want to, you know, really take a take a temperature of somebody and see like what the kind of person they are, you can oftentimes tell what they're most interested in or what they really believe by what they practice the most, what they do the most. The Warriors are about winning. So what they do. Yeah. So stop questioning their motives. Be like, you know what? They're probably going to do the thing that helps them win the most right now. Probably doesn't from the results they have for five years straight. Like, are you kidding me? All this psychoanalyzing about. What Kevin Durant's really thinking is code for we can't talk about basketball anymore because all we can say is the Warriors about to win, y'all. And, I'm, and see, again, if the media just accepted this, oh, man, if media, I feel like I don't know who's talking about them as one giant entity. But uh, it's <laughs> like if, if all these people, if they just accept and they were willing to say, you know, hey, yo, this team with this baby face tiny point guard and this, you know, 
shooting guard with a dog who's always seeming like he's spaced out in this undersized center with the you know who's just always talking and always yelling all, all this stuff if they just uh, could appreciate it and be and say okay we've got to celebrate this properly even holding aside the greatness of kd which is resting and healing right now instead of being like whoa uh, i think that oh well they only they won by this many points so this would make kd this amount of unhappiness like get get it together like we're watching greatness and you should celebrate that and you should celebrate you know you could you know celebrate whether it's that the whole team is out there or you know you could talk people that 98 run well you know pippen uh the bulls he had a bad back and rodman was you know god knows what but we still make a point of celebrating jordan and so it's like well this run maybe it's not as much kd as it was in the past two years but you know what there's a lot to celebrate and you should be celebrating it instead of yes instead of just psycho uh, psychoanalyzing and reading these tea leaves because there are no tea leaves to read right and the fact that the finals MVP might be DeMarcus Cousins. I mean, you know, <laughs> did you ever think about that? <laughs> you know, it's going to be, or, or if it's, I mean, we, we've already moved a few, move, you know, moved ahead, but that's the thing is, you know, it's, it's all this Stephen KD and, and, and it does come down to, you know, a lot of people talk the finals MVPs and, oh, that says something, but yeah. What if it ends up being, oh yeah. And it's, Draymond Green averaged a triple double and gets the final. Like it's just it's it, it's all gonna all this tension should. I mean it won't because they need those clicks and those subscriptions and they need that money. But it all it all falls apart because it's also stupid. And if you're going to look at the finals MVP of a team that we described as a living, breathing, singular organism, um, when they're going hot, basically the finals MVP just dictates who you were forced to leave open because Steph and Clay were crushing you. So, yeah. I mean, if Andre Iguodala gets it, it's because you hit the trap Steph. If Kevin Durant gets it, it's because he was balling and you hit the trap Steph. Like, whoever, I, I, I like this. If they just single cover Steph for the whole series, I guarantee you he would win Finals MVP. Yeah. But you know why they won't single cover him? Because he would win finals MVP. Yeah. Is that good? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it, it, it's, and I mean, you know, you should say the same thing. Well, you know, if they decided to double, you know, just double KD every time and it would leave Steph open and then he'd have an easy path. Or if they, I did, I don't know what, and it left Clay, you know, it's like, it's, it, <laughs> yeah, leave Clay, finals yeah. MVP. <laughs> yeah. So it's, but like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's, you know, as as the Internet's number one Kevin Durant stan, uh, I, you know, it's it's the one thing I can talk about, oh, you know, the finals MVPs. But in reality, who cares? You could easily, you know, all this stuff, you like the last two seasons, if, if it had been Steph winning both those finals MVPs, I, you know, I, again, someone who big, probably the biggest Kevin Durant fan there is, would have said, yep, yeah, OK, that's fine. Personally, I would feel sad if Kevin Durant didn't get at least one of them because, you know, he did light kerosene on uh, 
Cleveland. I mean, you got to give him what he deserves. Did can, have they been? Can they have basketball there yet? Is it has it has enough? Has the half life passed so that the soil isn't you know saturated with the <laughs> the nuclear fallout that he dropped on them? Well, I think Zion's gonna um, save them, right? I think. Wait. No, no, no. He's he's, he's that's, that's New Orleans. That's New Orleans. Oh, well, yeah. You know, um, perhaps. Um, perhaps the league will allow us to go back to Cleveland and remind them of what greatness looks like so they can go to sleep happy knowing that just because it's not in their city anymore doesn't mean it stopped existing. Don't worry, there'll be, there'll be some, there's some child probably being born in Akron right now who will lead them to glory again. <laughs> uh, was Steph Curry's son born in Akron? That was in uh, Walnut Creek. <laughs> <laughs> Look, uh, we are coming up on our time right now. Uh, thank you so much for listening to uh, the doctor, Dr. Tommy B and myself, Daniel Hardy, Tom, uh, as we're taking off, do you have any prediction right now at the time of this recording two two, who do you have winning that series and meeting the, the greatest team of life in, in the finals? <laughs> you know, I haven't thought about it. I haven't really, so this is just very much off the cuff. I, I, you know what? I think it'll be the bucks. I, that's, and 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 it will be a resounding endorsement of Giannis and just how great of a player he is. He's gonna get them there. Now I think that poses a lot of problems when you face a great team like the Warriors. But I'm I would lean towards the Bucks. But that's just me. Excellent reasoning. I hear you. Uh, for me personally, um, feeling a little gold blooded right now. Um, I guess if on one hand you had the Raptors and one hand you had the Raptors, clap your hands together. It doesn't matter who we're going to face in the finals. <laughs> the only thing that matters is that one of those jabroni teams invites us into their home for two games. <laughs> and I want them to give us the red carpet rollout. I want them to have all the cameras on deck because we're going to show them what happens when you play the Golden State Warriors in the finals? And there's two things they can do about it. Absolutely nothing and like it. Thank you very <laughs> much, everybody. We will be in touch with you for game one of the finals. Hopefully we get a special guest coming for you too. Ooh. All right. Take care, y'all. Bye-bye.